Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband, J.C. Hall. And Howdy. And look at us today, you'd, you'd think we were in North Dakota or something. <laughs> We're in Tampa, Florida, and it got down to 45, and we're freezing. Was it that cold? It got down to 45. Very, very cold. Very, very cold. Uh, So happy to have you with us here today. JC, before we get started, I wanted to talk about some things that we got in the mail. Uh, Just to say a thank you to those of you out there who take the time out of your day to just drop us a letter, drop us something in the mail. Uh, Val, you know Val, right? Val sent us a Christmas present this year. She sent us the We the People board game. See you, SK. Bless you, brother. <laughs> Did you hear me? Yeah. That yeah, is that was really cool. awesome. And then we got this this Christmas card with an American flag sticker uh, from Aaron and Rudy Davis in Forney, Texas. Awesome. How awesome is that to get a Christmas card? And there are some of you who who um, who support us every month. We just we just get checks or something in the mail from you, and and I want to be a little bit more diligent about saying thank you on the air. I think mm-hmm. that's really really important. It's like Mr. Rogers' mail call. Yeah, mail call, <laughs> right? And remember, we were talking about Gordon Summers yesterday. Yeah. So we got a picture from the public defender's office, and let's see. Uh, there is Gordon Summers, right there by my finger. Very cool. <laughs> so the public defender, Blair Payne, sends me a picture every year of the staff. And and for me, it's kind of special because I get to see the faces that I, you know, I miss and the new ones that come in and um, some really special people in that office. Yeah. And we were... Um Actually, I'm less dolled up than I was earlier. I had actually a tie <laughs> and vest on. Yeah, but he was on Yeah, we just had a little uh, staff Christmas party at the um, at the school at the, at the Bible College. So that's what we did. That's why she's got the nifty little scarf the and all scarf, that good stuff. One of my thousand scarves. <laughs> I'm a collector of scarves. She wanted me to keep the tie on, but nah. Uh, it, you know, even when I was pastoring full time, yeah. like. I rarely wore a tie. I was really surprised to see you in a tie today. I didn't. I didn't know what. I was like, "Wow, what got into JC?" I feel like somebody's strangling me. You know, (laughs) nah, man, whatever. So uh, I want to. There's a lot of a lot of misinformation uh, floating around uh, about the impeachment process. Some of it, much of it, being promulgated by Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats (laughs) themselves. And so, remember, I am a teacher first, and this is a teach show and not a talk show. So I want to make sure that we are taking these teaching opportunities so that we can actually talk about them. And And I will just give my little legal disclaimer and apologize in advance uh, if I slip into a rant. Because uh, <laughs> I am frustrated, irritated, and... Uh, I don't know, some other aided out there. I don't, I don't even, can't even put the words on this. The the things that I'm seeing, I, I, t- you didn't, I didn't see you uploaded I, those pictures that I sent oh, you over. Know, you're right. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I love it, man. Again, I think the, the 
ultimately what's going on here, well, maybe not ultimately, but one of the main things going on here, uh, Nancy Pelosi and her army are essentially deep-sixing the Democrat Party, which is mind-boggling to I, me. Well, it is. It really, really is. And So all the anti-Trump rhetoric, yeah. they're handing him the election. I know, right? Double-digit <laughs> improvement in points just yep. since they filed the articles of impeachment. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Matt Gates went on the media now. Statistics don't lie, but liars use statistics. I don't like polls. I don't like statistics because they're never really that reliable. But it gives you some kind of indication about yeah. something. I don't but know you, what it you is. Feel but it here. Just, yeah. And so here's what we have is Matt Gates comes. He's a rep from Florida. Yep. Comes on the air and says, look, the the independents are leaving the Democrats. So the middle ground that everybody is always fighting no, for in elections. Because really elections cute. are not about the Democrats. They're always going to vote Democrat. Like my parents. My, I remember growing up, JC, and my mom complaining, why do we have to check all these boxes? I'm only going to vote for a Democrat anyway. Just let me check one box, the Democrat, all the way through. Right? That's what your mom... No, my that, mom would say that. My mom would say that. So, I mean, that just gives you an idea you know, why Chris Ann was a hardcore socialist when sure. she was growing up. But a lot of that was my own independent thought process anyway. But that's a whole nother show. So you, those people are not who we're fighting for. We're yeah. not fighting for the Republicans, you know, the, the, the Republicans that go to the, the, the monthly REC meetings yeah. and they're just there for the social event. No, and they're always going to vote for Republicans. For most so. candidates, your, your, your base is your base. They're not going anywhere. Right. And they're, you know, that ought to be easy you know, easy to keep. That's a given. Mm -hmm. And so the fight is always, as you say, the, the fight is for the so-called swing right. vote, the independence. And so when you see, I mean, that's kind of the indicator when right. people look at it, when you see where the independents are going, that, that's when you see kind of the, the trend. So that's what Matt Gates was talking about. Right. And you see the independents fleeing the Democrats through this impeachment nonsense uh, and running running to to uh, Trump so it's crazy they're they're really helping so let me throw out who they a, say they a hate real conspiracy for you this is just Chris Ann Hall thinking and I and I want to get your thought on this because this is really really confusing for me I'm I always operate from a an historical perspective and a patterned perspective because mm -hmm. history moves in patterns human nature never changes we moved from family aristocracies in England to party aristocracies in America. So you no longer have the Stuarts and the Normans fighting for the throne. You have the Republican family fighting with the Democrat family for the throne, right? So yeah. you, you could say that we still have family aristocracies uh, under covered by the veil covered yeah of well party of course you've got the rockefellers and the yeah, carnegies you, you, and the still morgans really, and all that right yeah. you still have your aristocracy but i mean talking from a political perspective sure. right and so when i'm looking at this and i see this this imploding this this crumbling of the structure of the democrat party i have to believe that there is something else going on because this is so obvious that this is bad. Like, like I would think 30 years ago, right? What would happen? Bad for Dems, you mean? Bad for the Dems, right? Um, 30 years ago, the Democratic Party steps out there, wants to impeach the president, realizes that they don't have the public support for it, realizes that, you know, when they listen to themselves, how idiotic they sound and how 
how blatantly, how, how deep and obvious their lies and their hypocrisy is. I, don't, I just simply don't know how anybody could have such a brainwashing to not see that, right? Or, or at least people who are not far, far, far. So 30 years ago, the Democrat Party would have realized, wow, this isn't working for us. We're going to backpedal. We're going to flip this and make it look, you know, like we were really for this when we were against it. Right. That's where we get that thing. I was for this until I was against <laughs> it. Right. But now, instead of having that strategic political awareness, they're doubling down. Right. Doubling down. And here's my theory. Because and this is what occurred to me, the whole aristocracy thing. We do have a family aristocracy in America. The mm-hmm. Clintons. I believe... That's one, yeah. And, and, and here's one the thing. One of the primaries, I, I would say. I think that the American people have no idea the global power Hillary Clinton wields. I don't think they can. Until you actually speak from someone with someone who's running for president in the Congo, until you actually spend time in Haiti, until you actually sit down and talk to the Supreme Court Justice of South Africa, and you see how powerful this woman is, this woman is across the globe. And here's the thing. Throughout history, you've seen this, maybe portrayed in movies, but in historical context. Kings and queens who get so delusional that they literally run their kingdoms into the dust over some issue, some greed, some passion. I mean, look at John, right? John in, in 1215. Look at Charles I. I mean, you can name them over and over again. I can't. This is my theory. Hillary Clinton is so delusional She is so power mad. She is so demonically possessed. She controls the Democrat Party. And because her delusional mindset threw her into a psychotic, insane fit because she did not win, Mm -hmm. she is going to pound the Democrat Party into the dust in, in vengeance against Donald Trump. See, this is the only thing that I can really, really wrap my brain around is that, I, because I know the power that Hillary wields. I believe in honesty. I think Bill Clinton is a pawn of Hillary Clinton. Well, see, I was gonna say, and Sarah beat me to it um, to an extent there. I, I think you you still have to remember, so you, you said, Hillary Clinton wields this power. Uh, I think Hillary Clinton is a conduit for the power to be wielded, right? Mm-hmm. So she's not actually the one wielding the power. She's she's kind of the boots on the ground. She's the face. But you you also have to remember there is a, there is another level where the Clintons are really just tools of, of a you well. Know, how about how the about real people that the real wield the people? Power. But see, the real people. Who but yeah, wield through the, her, you're right. right. I mean, you're right. Well, let me put it then. Let me put it in that perspective. Let's bring it all together. The real people who wield the power make money off of civil discord and civil disobedience. Yes. Right. Right. And so, what I believe in that context, perhaps they're allowing Hillary to do this because Absolutely. they're yeah, that's exactly this. Right. This is. And I don't want to draw a biblical illusion here. This is Haman level activity, right? This insanity that drives someone as as 
as Hannah Winthrop said, maddening on to their own destruction. I believe the power that is wielded through Hillary Clinton is, is being allowed to be wielded her as a sword of vengeance because they see the discord that is coming from this. This is, you, uh, since the Whiskey Rebellion, this is probably the closest we've come to civil war without having civil war. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is this is tension level high in America, and if you think and and for me, I am always very conservative about saying stuff like this because I am my ever hopeful. I don't ever talk about these things because we're a constitutional republic. We're not a kingdom. Our founders gave us powerful, peaceful tools to change government. And I don't like to talk about the other things because I think that that feeds the wrong beast, right? So we need, I'm, I'm always saying we need to get educated. We need to use these powerful tools. We need to, we need to exercise the peaceful strategies, the powerful peaceful strategies that we have before we even talk about those other things. But at this point in time, with what we're seeing in Virginia, what we're seeing with social media, what we're seeing overwhelming. Now remember, this is just the political junkie crowd too, right? But I think now what we're seeing is that sort of seeping outside the political junkie crowd. And uh, something's, these, these people who make money off of, out of war, grief, and sorrow, let me make, a, make it very clear, they're not sad about what's happening. Oh, no. No, definitely they not. They are not no, sad about is, what's happening. I mean, this is kind of how George Soros uh, operates or how they operate Absolutely. through George Soros. You destabilize. Look at Rwanda. Yeah. George Soros fed the Rwandan tragedies. The banking cartels make money off destabilizing countries, communities, chaos, war. I mean, that, that's how they that's how they do this. So that, that's why I say to that extent, Hillary is a tool. And so, you know, it's always hard to... It's hard to say, like you said, there are they allowing her or are they driving her? Or are they dictating? I mean, a lot of stuff you don't know the exact answers to, but she's the perfect useful idiot yeah. for the the banking cartel and all but these guys because she's all about power. And right? again, you that's, get a power hungry, right. you know, she's so power hungry, you wind her up, turn her loose. She's it doesn't insane. matter. Yeah, it doesn't she matter whether you're telling her or not. Clinically insane. Yeah. And I, I, you know, from a spiritual perspective, I think she's truly demon, demonically possessed. <laughs> but that's a whole nother story. Well, but she does have seances with, what, Ele- Eleanor Roosevelt. Con- allegedly contacting Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah, right. Which, how many think that's Eleanor Roosevelt that you're talking to, mm, right? That's your first problem. No, 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 no. Well, and we all know they're involved with all that uh, satanic stuff that was happening with Epstein on the island and everything. Sure. She's She's, they're totally in all that stuff. And anybody who wants to dig their, you know, shove their face in the dirt and say that's all, you know, Pizzagate's all, you know, uh, what is it, tinfoil hat stuff. That's just ridiculous. If at this point in time you don't realize what's really happening in the underground with our children, then I can't help you. There's nothing that I can give you here today that, or, or at any time that can help you because this is what's really happening. And I believe that just like Haman uh, in in the scriptures, those of you who don't know that Bible story, Haman was was a high high officer of the king, and then Mordecai, the scribe, comes along, gets the favor of the king uh, through Esther, and Haman is jealous. He wants the king's attention. He wants the king's power. He actually wants the king's ring, right? 
And so he sets up this whole plan to discredit Mordecai uh, to his death. He actually builds gallows to spread a rumor to bring Mordecai to the gallows so the king will hang Mordecai on the gallows. And then the end of the story is that Mordecai, or that, that Haman, hangs on his own gallows because his whole plan backfires on himself. And this is the kind of thing that can only drive this level of destruction of an organization is a single person with too much power focused on vengeance. What about this business of Pelosi, uh, this withholding of the impeachment yeah. articles? What, yeah. what in the world? What's going on? So there? this That's is a CNN bizarre. article that I have. Nancy Pelosi won't commit to sending articles of impeachment to the Senate. She says... Uh, the article says House Speaker Nancy Pelosi would not commit on Wednesday to sending the articles of impeachment against Donald Trump to the Republican-held Senate, a surprise mo move that injects new uncertainty into Congress's timeline on the president's trial in chamber. Nancy Pelosi says that would have been our intention, but we'll see what happens over there, right? She's, uh, we find that other thing, um... The next thing for us will be when we see the process that is set forth in the Senate. Then we'll know the number of managers that we uh, may have to go forward, uh, who we will choose. Uh, that's what I said last night, and that's what I'm saying today. Here's this thing. She says, Thursday morning, Nancy Pelosi used her weekly news conference to express her concern over having a fair trial in the Senate, saying... While the Founding Fathers had anticipated the possibility of a rogue president, quote, she says, I don't think they suspected that we could have a rogue president and a rogue leader in the Senate at the same time. Lord have mercy. I mean, this lady actually thinks she's in charge of the entire government. Now she, now does. she runs the she Senate. She does. She does. She, well, it's she went. We uh, Trump pulled us out of the out of the 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 um, the, tr what, the, the Paris Trade Accord, oh, Paris. right? And then she goes running around Europe trying to tell everybody, no, Trump doesn't know what, she's, what he's talking about. I'm in charge here, right? So she believes she's above the president. She believes she's in charge of the Senate, right? And, and here's the thing, JC. I, I just have to read this. This is CNN, right? House Speaker Nancy Pelosi would not commit on Wednesday to sending the articles of impeachment against President Donald Trump to the Republican-held Senate, a surprise move oh, that injects new uncertainty into the Congre Congress's timeline of the presidential... It is 2019, JC. <laughs> okay, the vote was taken. It's on record. The articles of impeachment are published. They are on record. Do we actually suppose that Nancy Pelosi has to print something off her printer and walk it down the hall to the Senate for something to happen? <laughs> Seriously, now. <laughs> how, how is it? Somebody said, well, what, what's our timeline? What's the limit? What's stopping the Senate from going on with the trial? Yeah. Do you know what's stopping the Senate from going on with the trial? Yes. The Senate. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Hey, anybody seen Nancy? Anybody she's, know where she she's is? She's supposed to be bringing those papers, papers over. over. <laughs> just keep looking oh, for her. As soon as she gets here, I, I, she's in some covered wagon, I think, with an escort. And uh, they have the paper somewhere. As soon as she gets here, we'll be able to start in the Senate. Look. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> unbelievable. And to me, If you're watching us on YouTube, doing? I was like standing here, just sitting here, just, just crazy, right? Because... 
here's the thing, people, these wonking heads. Oh, we're in a dilemma. What, what do we do? do? It's confusion. <laughs> Nancy hasn't brought us the papers yet. Uh, Are you dumb? Let's see. Are you dumb? House.gov. <laughs> you show me your, your right. typing on your phone. House.gov. <laughs> Find your representative. Uh, legislative activity. Con contact Nancy Pelosi. Search for impeachment. <laughs> oh, look. All right. Download. Download. Okay, guys, we got the papers. We didn't actually need to wait for Nancy. Let's go ahead and get started. Right, right. I, I Here's the thing. Okay, so this is completely stupid, right? I don't know how any person with an operating brain can't look at this and go, wait, wait a minute, we, we got to wait for Nancy Pelosi to bring us the papers? But you have Americans going, oh, wow, we can, we can delay this because Nancy's not going to, I mean, yeah. This is why you have dumb experts on these television shows. This is why they never... Because an interview with Chris Ann Hall would be short. Uh, uh, thanks for joining us on Fox News tonight, Chris Ann. Can you tell us, explain to us, uh, what is holding up the Senate trial? Nothing. Yeah. This, what's in my hand, that's what's holding them up. Nothing. 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 Okay, I can download the articles of impeachment right now okay uh, why do i need nancy pelosi to bring them to me <laughs> she so she's not just queen pelosi now she's she's that she's the uh congressional courier service i got i have to bring you the paper Here, here's the papers here's you can start now i've, I've delivered uh, the impeachment uh, documents it, it's not it's not 1833. I mean, we're not waiting for the Pony Express to show up. I mean, with we're the beyond fax machines article. at this point, what right? In the world. So, oh, my fax machine's out of paper. We can't go forward. Who's <laughs> running this circus? Who comes up with that? And then you, the, the, I mean, even conservative uh, media and the newspapers and the, and they're like, they're they're making out like this is some actual okay. thing. Wait a minute, you got to hear this now. Uh, here we go. Sideshow. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham says, "This is a land uncharted waters constitutionally." What? Right. In other words, Pelosi just made some stuff up that's never existed okay. and is not part of our system or process. That's why it's uncharted. Because they're making this crap up as they go along. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't and know. And people buy this. I mean, obviously. That's original 13. Yeah. Can I borrow your pen? No. I need to get these articles written. Obviously. So we there, can get them to the Senate. There are some people out there with the IQ of a donkey. So they actually believe that uh, Nancy Pelosi has some sort of authority over the Senate. Okay. Senate. Okay. So this is irony number two, right? How long did Chris Ann have to suffer the garbage of the walking heads talking about Federalist 65 and how Hamilton says in Federalist 65 that that the House can impeach the president for whatever they want, right? Yeah. But uh, we, as we pointed out on the show, as I've pointed out in an article, Article 65 was about Alexander Hamilton explaining the role of the Senate in the impeachment process. And actually more than that, 
Article C, or Federal 65 explains why the Senate is the trial place and no one else. So now that we're actually in the process where Federal 65 is really truly applicable, now we got crickets. Right? right. Nobody's talking about Federal 65 because Federalist 65 explains why as soon as the articles of impeachment are voted, the House is done. They're done. There is no more job for the House. Our the, the, those who ratified our Constitution bifurcated the impeachment process on purpose. They put the Senate in charge of the trial for very, very important reasons. You, you talk about people making this stuff up as they go along. Our drafters were not making this stuff up as they go along, right? Yeah. They were not. They learned from history, and they'll tell you, this is why we did this. The House has nothing to do with the trial. And so now you've got this whole this precedent of these House managers, right? The house managers, I just, here's what I think of. I think of the, the old Looney Tune cartoons of the little guys in the black suits with the, you know, white shirts and the black ties and the little clipboards and they go. So you've got these house managers going through the hallway to the Senate, you know, to be the managers. I'm just that name, the house managers. We're going to go manage over the Senate trial, right? And so there's, by the way, can I just be clear about something? There's absolutely no clause in the Constitution called the House Speaker Clause. Okay, mm -hmm. There's no establishment of the Speaker of the House in the Constitution. There's no delegation of power to the Speaker of House in the Constitution. You right. can search the document 12 days all day and you'll never find Speaker of the House. Right. Right? Okay. So here we go. The Constitution says I have the power to invent the position of manager for the Senate, and we have to which apparently the I guess somebody says the Republicans did during the Clinton impeachment, and and, that, and that's the problem. That's what we talked about. Mm -hmm. We mentioned the last show. That's why these knucklehead Republicans don't do anything in these critical situations because they want to be able to do the same corrupt crap when it's their turn. Yeah, yeah. It, it gets, you know it reminds me of who was that? Mitch McConnell. I think it was Mitch McConnell last time blocking. Uh, the blo Senate, blocking the Senate, no, blo Supreme blocking Court the Supreme Court for Barama, Barack Obama, yeah, yeah. which is mm -hmm. crap. Let mm -hmm. him have his nominations, and then you put your vote on the record. Go ahead and vote. Do your job. It's not you. It, you don't have the power. But Nancy Pelosi does not have Ridiculous. the authority to stop the Senate from doing a job that yeah. the Constitution delegates Come to them. On. And the fact that we're sitting around here in in confusion because we're in <laughs> uncharted waters do do? because Nancy Pelosi thinks she's the queen of the universe. This yeah. okay. This is Nancy Pelosi's abuse of power. If you're in, if you're in uncharted water, in uncharted territory, then that's easy, right? Oh, we don't do that. We don't do that. Uh, uncharted means not in the Constitution. Yes, so that, exactly. That's an easy one. Yeah, that's right. Let's talk that's about right. that. That's right. It's just crazy. <laughs> that's simple. And and I don't. Uh, and and again, I, the where, where are the conservative news media is talking about these things? No, first off, the Senate. This is so ridiculous, and really an assault on the Senate. And oh, by the way, I mean let's 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 be clear. I mean it's very transparent what's going on. I mean they don't mm -hmm. want it in the Senate. They don't want the Senate now to have their turn at bringing you know putting on their show and bringing this to the republic and absolutely shredding 
the Democrats' so-called case, right? That's, that's the whole point. They know that giving it to the Senate is going to hurt their whole scheme of derailing the 2020 election. Right. Now, now they've dug themselves in such a hole. This is like their best option. Like we, we've hurt ourselves so much with this impeachment scam. Our best option is just now don't let the Senate have their turn. Right. Like that's what the whole scheme right. is about. Right, right. But on the other hand, what an assault against the legitimacy of the authorized powers of the Senate. So the fact that the Senate is not standing up, and I mean just raking them over the coals and making her look like an absolute buffoon. They, they ought to be which doing that Which wouldn't be difficult. Now. Which would not be difficult. No, they need to be strongly standing for their power and then go ahead. It, I think they ought to just like laugh her off. Like, okay, this is absurd. She has no power in what the Senate does. Her job is done. Yeah, right. We, right, don't, right, we right. don't know what she's talking about. Nevertheless, but here's, here's what we're going to do. And then go on and do it. Here. Make her look totally inconsequential because at this point she is. But if they stepped up and said the Speaker of the House has no power over the Senate, then when they have the Speaker of the House, they couldn't make that They couldn't make yeah, that claim. So exactly. that's, that's the whole thing. This is all about re retaining power. That's why they will not speak truth. JC, I, I want you to pull this over here when yeah, you can. I, I, I need to talk about this. There's a couple more teaching moments that yeah. I don't want to miss out on here. Um, there's, there's this idea floating around that because the uh, House of Representatives impeached uh, Donald Trump that he somehow uh, is no longer president, that he's actually right. been removed from office, okay? So I want to talk to you about this. I want to show you what's happening here. Let's see if you can see this. This, this chart that I have. Um, I don't know. JC's going to pull it up. But here we have this... This idea. This is the okay. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is from it. From the Post. This is the Post explaining how it's supposed y to work. Yes, this is the this is the New York Times, I think. Okay. The New York Times. Uh, I'm not quite sure if I remember. Are are they seeing this? One, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, great. I know. One of the fish wrap. One of the fish wrap newspapers. Now look at this chart. Okay, look at this chart. This is how the impeachment process could play out, right? So, uh, they they have two sides. Trump remains in office, Trump remains in office. So here's the thing. The House holds a floor vote on one or more articles of impeachment, right? And of course, we have little sideline Dem Democrats currently in control of the House. On the left side, less than a majority of the votes to impeach, Trump remains in office. Mm -hmm. On the other side, a majority of the members vote to impeach. And the, and the option is Trump is impeached, Okay. Uh -huh. You see what's happening yeah. here. So, so the uh, the the contrast here, right? Yes. Is yes. One side is Trump, Trump remains, remains in, in office. office, and the opposite of that is Trump is impeached, which implies impeachment means he, he doesn't remain gets kicked in out office, of office, right? right? Which is not which the, is not, not true. How it works. Not true. Donald Trump articles of impeachment are merely accusations. Yeah. They don't remove him from office. And yet you have so many, so many people. I mean, I, I get Twitter trolled and all this other stuff. I had this one guy say, Chrisanne, they should lock the doors. He's been impeached. He doesn't even belong in the White House anymore. And I'm like, really? 
When? When? The House can't throw a president out of office. They don't That's have that authority. That's not how it works. Nancy Pelosi would like to have that authority. Right. But Nancy Pelosi does not have that authority. The House doesn't have that authority. It's a two-step process. Remember, when, and, and if you go to chrisannhall.com, I have three articles about this. We have uh, the historical and constitutional truth about the House impeachment procedure where I explain to you that the House of Representatives is like the prosecutors. They draw up the charges. They draw up the indictment. They, and they vote on the indictment. It's like a grand jury. So they vote on an indictment. Now, the indictment has been approved. They treated, you know, from right. dra- grand jury vernacular, they received a true bill. Now it goes to the Senate to actually have the trial. So this is like a, a grand jury coming together, looking at evidence, and, they, and they've said, yep, enough to indict. Uh, we're not gonna give it to the pros- prosecutor. Like they stick in their pocket and go home. We're not gonna give it to the, we're not gonna give it to the court. We're not gonna right. go to trial. We're gonna indict this. Here's the thing. We're gonna- <laughs> We in- believe there ought to be a trial, but we're not gonna, allow, we're not gonna, we're gonna let in- the trial start. But it's even worse than that, uh, okay? okay. It's, it's like the prosecutor filing the true bill and then telling up. the court they can't schedule a hearing. Yeah, because the prosecutor wouldn't have the power to do that, right. actually. The, the <laughs> prosecutor does not schedule the hearing. The right. court schedules yeah. the hearing. And then you have the prosecutor going to the judge, to the court, to the clerk of the court saying, no, you can't schedule this. Uh, and then sorry, the clerk says, wait a minute, you already did this. Now, <laughs> here's the boss. thing. What about a speedy trial? How do you have a criminal indictment floating over someone's head forever? How, how about that? I mean, I just, so I just, that just dawned on me. So if Pelosi says we're not sending it and then the Senate plays dumb. I mean, by the way, it doesn't, in one sense, or in a political sense, let's say, mm-hmm. it doesn't actually hurt the Senate to, to just sit and not actually do anything. Right. right? They don't. They're not, they don't have to be dictated by Pelosi. She doesn't give them permission to do their mm-mm, part, their mm-mm. impeachment part. But they could sit there and say, okay, we're waiting on Pelosi, right? Because right. the people are believing this stupid right. crap. Right, 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 right. That, that doesn't actually hurt them. But, so what if they do that? And you, so he's been impeaching the House. The Senate never started their side. And then we go to 2020 election. He's reelected. I mean, th- th- that's kind of, you talk about unprecedented. What? Right. What happens then? Well, but here's... That's a weird okay, situation. So, well, not... Well, I guess from a sort of dangling thread kind of I, thing. Because well, it's but so off the to, rails. Yeah, but you have to realize the president... Donald Trump is the president of the United States, no matter mm-hmm. how much that triggers somebody out there. Donald Trump is the president of the United States. And as I explained when you put up that, that ridiculously deceptive chart... The impeachment, articles of impeachment do not change that. He still remains president of the United States. Uh, Here's another thing that somebody, that that I've been getting on social media. And and it's the same thing. If the Senate never goes to trial, and uh, here's the thing. They're saying the Democrats want to keep this from going to trial. So that Donald Trump is not cleared of these charges. So that when it comes time to nominate a Supreme Court justice... When Ginsburg, you know, retires voluntarily or to uh-huh. the, yeah, 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 involuntarily, they can say he he can't he's he can't appoint a Supreme Court justice because he's not 
because he's under impe- articles of impeachment. Under impeachment. Right. That's stupid. <laughs> that is stupid. Okay. The pre- he is the president of the United States. He is still the president of the United States, whether you like him or not, until he is found uh, guilty by the Senate and removed from office, which means he holds and remains holding all the powers and privileges of the president of the United States. So if he can make a treaty, right, if he can, if he can um, uh, run the, the executive agencies, then he can, appoint, he can nominate a Supreme Court justice. Articles of impeachment do not stop anything. They don't interfere He's with, with his job at all. But you, and you had, I guess, based on some of that propaganda like you showed in the New York Times, uh, so many Democrats woke up this morning literally thinking Donald literally Trump is no longer the president. Donald, no, you don't know how many. The Twitter trolls. Oh, my goodness. They're out there. My Trump is gosh. not president anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it's... It, is it makes me twitch. I just don't even know. And oh, But here's the thing. It's because we have failed to teach the truth for so long. We have incredibly ignorant people in America. Yeah. Incredibly. So what is stopping the Senate? The Senate. That's the only thing that's stopping it. Uh, there, there's, there's absolutely no reason why the Senate cannot go forward this. Now I want to also bring up the fact that not only does the authority of the House stop once the articles of impeachment are, are finished, mm-hmm. right? Nancy Pelosi's inserting herself into the Senate process is not only constitutionally authorized, it's constitutionally forbidden. It's a violation of separation of powers. Right. So, and if you want to make the argument, Nancy Pelosi's saying, I'm going to withhold the articles of impeachment, which is ridiculous. They're already published and voted on. I, how do you say that out loud? Anyway, uh, until you... you know your voters are that dumb. Until you do exactly what I say. That's exactly what they're accusing Donald Trump of. She is a quid pro quo now with the Senate, which should be even worse that she's doing it with our own government. Mm. Nancy Pelosi is holding our own government hostage for her own thing. This is what's crazy. Well, to the extent that the other branch goes along with it. I mean, because the truth is... Yeah, 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 Nancy Pelosi can't actually stop anything. Right, right, right. So so either the Republican Senate uh, is equally stupid or they're just playing it for politics, right? They're just letting her... Well, Mitch, according to the CNN article, Mitch McConnell says, I'm in no hurry. (laughs) See, to me, I I think the the Senate, and I don't, now, plenty plenty of those Republicans are idiots, but I think they're they're letting her, you know, they're giving her enough rope to hang herself. Exactly, exactly. And, and, And to do nothing, right? To do nothing, to never have a trial. The longer we wait the less credibility these articles of impeachment have. Because five months ago, Nancy Pelosi was giving a press conference talking about how dangerous Donald Trump was to America. He's dangerous to the Constitution. He's dangerous to America. He's a national security threat and he needs to be removed right now. But five months later, 
I don't think we're going to go forward with the impeachment. I'm going to hold off on it. So mm -hmm. is he dangerous or is he not? Well, remember she went back and forth on that before they even launched it. I mean, so that, I mean, it's another thing. Uh, clearly all this, none of it's about principle. We all know that. Everybody, everybody listening here knows that. Yeah. So I, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. So here she is in the CNN article complaining, I'm going to withhold these articles of, <laughs> I'm going to pretend like I'm withholding the articles of impeachment. I mean, I can say it like that because that makes me feel like I'm not lying. Mm -hmm. I can pretend like I'm withholding the articles of impeachment until I am sure that we're going to have a fair trial in the Senate. Yeah. Like the fair impeachment inquiry, right? That is, is that how she defines fair? I'm thinking of the Princess Bride, right? She keeps using that word fair. I don't think that word means what you think it means. Mm -hmm. Because the fair, by her definition of impeachment trial, was the Democrats choose uh, who can, who, what witnesses can be called and cannot be called, not only for themselves, but for the Republicans. The Democrats choose how much time the Republicans have to speak. The Democrats can not only tell the Republicans, you can have three witnesses, and when they present three witnesses, we can choose which witnesses we allow to speak. Dude, so the, the, that's not fair. I, w I, I want the Senate to move forward. I think it's a, first off, I understand Mitch McConnell playing politics, and, and, and this is not necessarily a pro-Republican thing, but I guess more of an anti-House Democrat thing. I, I want to see him come forward because I, I want to see the Senate subpoena Schiff, Nadler. I mean, I, they need Pastor to be on the stand. Pastor told us today they're going, after, they're going after Pence now. Oh, that yeah, Schiff they're, wants to go after sure, Pence. Sure, sure. But that's another reason These why... These people are crazy. No, but that's another reason why the Senate... Should be going crazy. forward and having a trial. How's he going to do that when he? I mean, you're having you're having to be over here uh, at, subpoenaed to the Senate trial. And you know who else I'd love to see the subpoena, uh, Senate call onto the stand as a witness? The president of Ukraine. That would be awesome and yeah. amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah, already yeah. given. He he's already, already made his statement. Us. So get him there. Have the American people see. Uh, the president of Ukraine, who the whole contention of the House is saying Donald Trump intimidated, pressured, you know, extorted, blah, blah, blah. Have the guy himself who's supposed to be the target right. of uh, Trump's corruption, have him repeat what he's already said to, the, to when he was at the U.N. or, or wherever and like. No, this what they're saying is total garbage. That didn't happen. Well, Eisender just asked, uh, there, "What about the senators running for off for president of the United States? Yeah, are, are they, they impartial, impartial jurors? jurors? Okay, let me just obviously they're I not think impartial. They are for, I think they are for political reasons. Personally, they wouldn't be, but I think right. they would have to be because of the circumstances. I think that they they would, from a moral standpoint, they should recuse themselves. Mm -hmm. They yeah. should recuse sure. themselves." From, from a procedural, like legal procedurally, yeah. that that would be the most they should obvious recuse themselves. thing that they but, should do. But remember, we don't we don't operate in a morally sound government anymore. We have Supreme Court justices that don't recuse themselves. And when the Supreme Court justice, like Alina Kagan, right? Alina Kagan was Solicitor General and helped write and defend the Affordable Care Act. But when the constitutional challenge of the Affordable Care Act came before the Supreme Court, she was a Supreme Court justice. Mm -hmm. And now that is a clear-cut 
conflict of interest. She, uh, she should have recused herself and her failure to recuse herself should have been grounds for disciplinary action with the Bar Association. Now, because she did not recuse herself, the Bar Association said nothing. She had no consequences whatsoever. We actually have a precedent here that it, you don't have to be moral in these kind of <laughs> things. So, so, uh, I don't think that they, I don't think that they can be, uh, Fair and balanced jurors, uh, so, I think that they should be... Let me put it this way. If I'm a prosecutor, right? Because in a trial, we have this thing called voir dire. Mm -hmm. Voir dire is where you have all these people, you know, you get your letter, come serve mm -hmm. in the jury. You question, so you, you examine. You examine you and you evaluate the jurors. Mm -hmm. I find out that a juror on the panel gets the job of my defendant, <laughs> if I'm yeah. a defense attorney, right? That the juror on You're the panel gets my, my defendant's yeah. job sure. if he goes to jail. There is no way in high heaven I'm letting that juror stay on the panel. And I'm going to tell you, JC, there's no way in high heaven a judge would dispute me removing that person for cause. Yeah, yeah, no question. Objectively, that's absolutely on target. I, my, what I was Now, what I'm saying from a political perspective uh, I really feel like, unless they're mind-numbingly stupid, which they could be, but I think they look at they look at what happens when you go against Trump. I mean, to to look at the Dems impeachment process bumping up Trump double digits with independents, I think you would be crippled too high for crutches to be one of these Republican candidates. Then you're going to publicly, you know, well look like you're not objecting and take Trump out during a Senate impeachment trial, I think that there's would be political suicide. I think there's evidence of that already. Look at the impeachment vote because there were Republicans in the House mouthing, I, I think that Donald Trump should be impeached. We should go forward with the trial. We should have the articles of impeachment. But when you look at the vote, not a single solitary Republican voted for the article not of even a mosh, did a mosh? not not a single republican not a single republican voted for the articles of impeachment yeah. but why see, because they know it would be political suicide yeah to me and, and i think a, a lot of them are stupid they are that stupid um so like a mosh if i look at a mosh obviously time will tell but it sure seems to me he committed political suicide i mean mm -hmm. I, I think it's crazy how he how he flipped and you know, just made that that uh, the stand where he's mouthing all these Judge supposedly Napolitano high moral lost a, whatever. Judge Napolitano lost a lot of fans too. Yeah, so, so. I think it, I think it's dumb because you know if it's if it's legit, like it's not you know say pointing out a policy like the USMCA and, and, and you could be able to point to something and say look this transfers the sovereign authority of the United States to some uh, foreign bureaucratic entity blah 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 where you can make. Uh, a principled sound argument against it. But when in situations with Napolitano, for instance, and, um, and Amash, where it, what comes through is your hatred, right? Your Amash distaste. Amash is an independent now, remember? Yeah, I'm I know. the Republican Party. But, but so. when what, what clearly comes through is that you hate Trump, you know, so much that the argument you're making is not sound constitutionally, whereas you've been traditionally right. a person who's argued very sound constitutional stances. Uh, I think you undermine your own credibility and you damage your political prospects going forward. I think Justin Amash is one of those guys. I, I mean, I, I don't think there's enough um, 
never Trumpers, right? Because mm -hmm. give me a break. Justin Amash, does he seriously think the lefty liberals are going to be the ones that are his base? That's not happening. So you're resting all of your political future on never Trumpers? <laughs> that group is not that large, pal. Yeah. It's not going to be able to carry you. So that sort of political triangulation, because Trump offends your sensibilities so much. Look, Trump's Trump's a loudmouth. He's, he's brash. He's obnoxious. There's no question about it. But if you can't argue, you know, his actions based on constitutional principles. I don't care. There, there's stuff I'm like, ah, you know, the, he shouldn't say it like this or whatever. That's his thing. He, that's needed for the hour. Who he is, how he is, he's the guy needed for this hour. I don't have any objection to Trump except those areas that, are, that I have disagreement that are based on constitutional Right, like USMCA, Period. like the whole, we're going to create a law that outlaws, uh, makes makes animal cruelty yeah. a federal crime. Yeah, but it, on, on the other hand, if you're a guy like, what's it, like Ben Shapiro, you're just an ever-Trumper. It doesn't matter what he says, what he does, that's right or wrong, you're just going to hate him, you're going to attack him no matter what. Judge Napolitano. That's not credible. Yeah. And how do you think that kind of mentality. Are there that many people? Are there enough of those people out there that you think now that's your new base and you're going to make it? I, I just don't see that. Hey, JC, uh, let me let me say, if you are watching us now, you're listening to us right now, and you really appreciate the information that you're getting from us, you know you're not getting this anywhere else. You're certainly not getting this on the mainstream media. You're not getting this from the Heritage Foundation, right? You're not getting this from the wonking heads. Uh, show them how they can help us uh, out. Look, I know it's I know it's the holidays and everybody's buying presents oh, yeah, and stuff, simple. and it's just it's really simple. Uh, and in, for for a price of a cup of coffee a month, you can help us. We are making so many changes. We are we have opportunities that are just inside our reach. But we need your help and your support. Partner with us. Text IMPACT2020 to 33777. Not only that, if you go to chrisannhall.com and you uh, go to the store and you buy the books, the DVDs, you download the videos, you get the Liberty Gear. Uh, show them what, some really cool stuff that we have. You get the Liberty Gear. We have new t-shirts now. Uh, please, everything that you purchase at the store goes straight back into what we're doing. JC and I are not like the Red Cross. We're not going to lose $5 billion and build five shacks in Haiti. We And I promise you, everything <laughs> goes back into what we're doing. Amen. And if you, I mean, if you give to a charity, uh, we want you to do that. But like I said, you can do $5 a month, you can do $10 a month. Uh, just sign up and, and think about it as a cup of coffee a month yep. and, and help us because, look, we have, at, at any given time, we have uh, several thousand people who listen to this show. And when it goes out over the airwaves on the terrestrial stations, we have se uh, several million that hear our show. And so if everybody gave $5, man, can you imagine sure. the kind of things that we do? Um now, there's something that I want to want to talk about because this is another question I'm getting a lot, JC, because I don't want to, we're a teach show, not a talk show, so we've got to be sort of solution-based as well. So the question is, all right, Chrisanne, uh, I have two questions. I'll give you the two questions and then we'll go over them. Number one, I had posted that Nancy Pelosi needs to be removed from her throne. 
So the question is, how do you remove Nancy Pelosi from the throne? And the answer is very simple. You just look her in the face and say, I don't, you don't have any power over me. You don't have to actually remove her from office. You don't have to go through the, the trouble of um, taking her out. You know, the whole, uh, uh, we need to... Politically. Po politically, right, right. Oh, oh my goodness, Chris, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean... Terms of service. Yeah, right. You don't need to uh, have her recalled. You don't have to have her outvoted. At this point in time, what you need to do is contact your senator and tell your senator, look, you have to just go forward with this. Just look Nancy Pelosi dead in the eye and say, you know what, Nancy, like you said, why, why would they even be giving her the time of day unless they felt it was politically advantageous? Right. Uh, another way you take Nancy Pelosi off the throne, you stop, you tell your House of Representatives, your representative in the House, stop obeying her orders. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. Let me be very clear about this because this really gets me upset. Our House members don't work for Nancy Pelosi. Our House members work for the districts that, that elected them. And for Nancy Pelosi and the majority in the House to be dictating what our representatives can and cannot do, what they can and cannot say, and how they operate is disenfranchisement of every single person in America. That's not how this is supposed to work. So you need to count your, contact your House rep, Democrat and Republican, and tell them, look, you don't work for Nancy Pelosi. Grow a pair. And, that, that's what it should say. In, in the email. Right, right. You don't work for Nancy Pelosi. Grow a pair. And Sincerely, I, your constituent. I don't give a flying flip if you never... And, and just encourage them. Just say, I don't give a flying flip if you never get on another committee. I don't give a flying flip if your parking space is five miles away or if your office is in the boiler room. Hashtag I don't care. grow a pair. Hashtag grow a pair. And just stand up. This is what we need. You know how encouraged I've been to watch. I mean, I don't. Matt Gates is a good guy, and and he's not constitutionally sound all the time. And he's he's co-sponsoring USMCA, and I'm not happy about that. But at least he grew a pair. How about our friend Louis oh, Gomer? Oh, Louis Gomer, give me a freaking break, man. Good job, Louis. Good job. You want to talk about <laughs> a vision of righteous indignation? Yeah. I uh, see. I know. Le I know. Louis Gomert is is a is a good Christian man. He's a believer, right? He's a strong believer. So when I saw that righteous indignation, I mean, that just bursted out of him. We need that more often. Yeah, Nadler. We've become too civil in 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 our houses. Do you know our parliament used to pick up chairs and throw them at each other? I mean, goodness gracious! If you believe in something, if you're passionate about something then you ought to behave in a passionate way. Mm -hmm. You can be passionate. You don't have to be insulting. Yeah. But when it needs to be insulting, go ahead. You, if, if you think insults are off the table when you're in the House of Representatives, you've never read James Madison. Yeah, I, you know, the only thing I would, and again, I, I appreciate it because I, I think, like I said, we need to see more of that. When you see Matt Gates' boldness and then, you had you had if people hadn't didn't see it. So Louis Gomer, you know, he was giving his his speech or whatever on, during the impeachment thing. And I mean, just laying out facts, just just laying out documented facts. And Nadler got up and basically said he's spewing Russian propaganda. 
right? The whole you're a Russian agent thing again. And Louis Gomer, right, he already left the the dais. He had, he come walking back, and now they had, they had his microphone turned off at that time. But he starts going off like you you. I demand you strike that from the record and whatever. The only thing I would like more, I would say, they would have had to drag me off the floor. Oh yeah, he should have oh, yeah. stayed there oh, and yeah. not shut up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See, Rand Paul does his filibuster, but it's way too civil for me. Yeah. See, at that point in time, Louis Goldmer should have pulled a, a spontaneous filibuster and just simply refused to stop talking until they struck it from the record or done something. I mean, seriously, this is what we need. <laughs> and this is why Chris Ann Hall would not live, and I mean very literally, would not live two months as a, as a member of the House. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd shut the whole thing down. They think Trump. Can you imagine somebody with a passion and boldness combined with the foundation of principle that I have based in the Constitution and history standing in the House of Representatives in front of somebody like Pelosi and Nadler? They, they, somebody would pull out a gun and shoot me on the House yeah. floor. They could not handle it. They this, absolutely could not handle it. But again, it's why Trump was elected. That's, that's the whole reason. Because the guy plants his feet and he's going to yell as long as he needs to yell. And yeah. that's it. You're going to have to drag me out here. Right? Yeah. I mean, And that's what we me, need. For real. Because the thing about the other side, uh, they're bullies. Right? But, but, it's, but it's syrupy, sugary bullying. Right? They try to bully you with a smile on their face. Like, whatever. I don't care. You I'll play that game. punch you in the face. And they just need yeah. to open Verbally. their mouth, plant their feet. And not be moved. I will punch you in the face verbally, right? I Terms will, of service. Sir, no, verbally, I said. Not physically. <laughs> verbally. Because you can punch somebody in the face verbally. They will feel it. They'll no, look like a TKO. You, you need somebody, again, loudly stand for their principles and not, not be moved. Yeah. I, there's too much There's too much decorum. And that's how they, they try to disarm them all. Decorum and civility, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, forget that. You're not talking about being the trolls violent. That, the trolls that visit this show and be like, ah, Chris Ann Hall, she's all violent. No, I mean, <laughs> but again, it's not about being violent, being insulting, yeah. you know, no, throwing insults. Speaking, it's speaking, you know, make your point. Metaphorically. Stand stand mm -hmm. on the principle. Speak the principle. And don't try to be all nice and sweet and, you know, well, with all mm -hmm. due respect and blah, blah, blah. No, forget that, man. He says... This guy standing over, he lost his decorum when he's saying, you're a Russian propagandist. What did you say to me, bro? Let me tell you something. And I wouldn't leave the microphone. Yeah, right, Here's right. the deal. Da, 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 and you say it. So you, you're going to take that. You're going to strike that from the record. Or you're going to have to drag me off this floor. And I wouldn't stop. That's mm -hmm. what we need. It's not. I mean, you don't stand there and you start calling them names back. But, <laughs> but you know, speak your piece. Yeah. And don't be like, oh, I, I have to maintain my decorum or I'm going to look bad. Forget that. You already look bad by letting them push you around and acting like you're, you're some chump. You already look bad. Don't, so, don't get punked like that. It's not what we sent you there for. So the first question was, how do we get rid of Nancy Pelosi? You just simply step up to her and say you have no power over me. And you just no. simply, you deny her her power. If you deny her her power, you'll deflate her balloon. The second question that I got is... So what do we do now that the articles of impeachment are passed? What are our options? Well, there are actually three options. Option number one, the Senate, as Mitch McConnell says, well, I'm in a hurry. They do nothing. They sit around, they wait, they could 
wait indefinitely. They could never hold the trial, right? And if Trump doesn't care, who cares, right? See, if I want, if I were Trump and I wanted a trial and they weren't giving me the trial, then I would file a a a a um an article. I would article. I would file a motion with the Supreme Court to force the trial because I'm the defendant. I can do that, right? I want my speedy trial. So some form of speedy trial if I was doing this. So if Trump doesn't care and, and, Congre- and, the, and the Senate doesn't care, then, you know, option number one, you never have the trial. Option number two, obviously, you have the trial, right? Option number three is an article that I wrote on my website called Correcting an Unconstitutional Impeachment, mm-hmm. all right? Option number three comes not from the president, not from the Senate, not from the Supreme Court, not from the House. Option number three comes from the states. Now let me explain to you why option number three comes from the states. Number one, the President of the United States is not elected by popular vote. He is elected by the Electoral College. Why? Which, because it is the states that choose the President of the United States because the President of the United States was designed to be the representative of the states in foreign affairs. The president is not the representative of the people. That's one of these things that we get all wrong, okay? The president doesn't represent the people. He represents the states. So when we think about this, now follow me with this, JC. The the states have elected the president of the United States. For the House of Representatives to unconstitutionally impeach a duly elected president is the disenfranchisement of the states who put him in office. So what has to happen is the states that elected Donald Trump. Now, I'm not expecting the states that voted for Hillary Clinton to do this because that wouldn't be what their people. The states that voted for Donald Trump Their attorneys general, their governors ought to be sitting down right now and filing a lawsuit, original uh, jurisdiction in the Supreme Court of the United States, uh, um, pointing out the House of Representatives' unconstitutional activity uh, in drafting these articles of impeachment outside Article 2, Section 4, the abuse of power by taking their vote from the Senate, Right. And or, or from from the states and the uh, separation of powers violations that are happening. So the attorneys generals in the states and the governors should be filing a lawsuit right now. They could come together and file like a class action lawsuit or they could do it individually. It would have original jurisdiction in the Supreme Court of the United States and they could have the articles of impeachment overturned because they are unconstitutional. Because of this, the uh, states... Through, through the Electoral College, the states are mm-hmm. actually the victims in a sense of this crime. They are, yes, they are the, the, the states are the victims because the states uh, constitutionally and legally elected Donald Trump to be president. And now what we have is a faction, not the whole House of Representatives. This was not an, a unanimous vote. We have a faction of the House overturning a legitimately elected president for unconstitutional reasons. Mm. Remember, um, the obstruction of justice and abuse of power are, are not reasons for impeachment. They're not bribery. Remember, Nancy Pelosi says, 
we we have evidence, overwhelming evidence of bribery, and we're going to be filing bribery. This right, but the articles of impeachment came out. There's no charge of bribery, which means they don't have overwhelming evidence for bribery. There's no evidence no, for bribery. That was another thing that trolls like. He should be he should be put in jail. He's guilty of bribery. Well, obviously not, because if he was, that would have been in the articles of impeachment, <laughs> right? Because that's the clear constitutional how, hold that they how have. How is he guilty of bribery when he wasn't even charged with bribery? Exactly. Moron. Exactly. So, high crimes and misdemeanors. Obstruction of justice and abuse of power are statutorily crimes nowhere. Right? Nowhere. There's no elements of those crimes. There's no terms of conviction. There's no reason to, to actually, you know, th there's no crime there. So these, these two things do not fit under Article 2, Section 4. So, so it is an abuse of power to attempt to remove the president for these pretended offenses, which, is, which victimizes the states that elected them. So this is what I'd love people to do. Go to chrisannhall.com, get the article that's called Correcting Unconstitutional Impeachment, which, by the way, it's catching by like wildfire with like 10,000 shares now on this article. Cool. So... Uh, this is something Wouldn't that we can do. Wouldn't you love to see the state start to put the, their creature back oh, in its cage? Oh, goodness gracious. How amazing would that be? Amen. All right. We're we're like overtime Frank's, today. Frank's on. We gotta, Frank's on. We, we got to go. go we got to go. We got to go. Well, God bless you guys. Uh, remember, we got the holidays coming up. Thank you so much for your cards and gifts. We will talk to you tomorrow. God bless.